Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Mondia, once again, your mayor of PHNX. I was reinstated at a go-kart racetrack yesterday, and I'm proud to say that I deserve it. Uh, also joining me, of course, is my vice mayor, uh, a guy who was not present at the race car track. So thus, I don't hate him as much as I hate the rest of our coworkers right now. It's the <laughs> one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. So we had we had Frank Sanders in first place, right? Oh, Frank Sanders is a speed demon. Yeah, there's there's I, some controversy. There's some controversy. They did uh, uh, they did crowd one group, and then one group had a bit more of an open track to race on. Which, as I figured out very quickly, uh, people crashing into the barriers in front of you and then thus making you T-bone them uh, mm-hmm. can be a hindrance for your score. Uh, for your time, ah. like I experienced. Uh, also, Anthony, Anthony Totri is a piece of shit, and uh, he's from the issue <laughs> podcast. If you're not familiar, uh, he drove like fucking Wario the entire race. You know, just spiteful, <laughs> angry, mean, doing everything. I could, I could me. see it. Oh yeah, he was a real piece of shit, and uh, deserves all and of. So it was. It was Jake. Jacob was second place. Jacob was very fast then- too. Jacob's and then Petey, right? Petey was third. Petey, who didn't okay. even want to get inside of tiny cars and race uh, them, ends up mad respect for Petey. Mad respect. Petey was in my mind. Petey is the real, the real winner of, the of real that winner. event. Uh, yeah, by the way, sure. uh, got to give respect where respects due to Jacob. If you've ever driven in a car with Jacob, you would understand that you would in no way ever think that this man would be capable of winning any kind of race with a motor vehicle, <laughs> but. <laughs> surprisingly you get him on a racetrack and he is unhinged Things change huh <laughs> yeah he's changed and speaking of unhinged don't ever race against michaela perkins she is unhinged on the racetrack as she is on our live shows so understand yeah, that, that is not pretty unhinged it's not a persona it's not uh it's just her at her core uh, but of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. We would be remiss to not remind you about that because they are our favorites. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app, of course, is giving new customers the opportunity to bet just $5 on any NBA team to win uh, in the second round of the NBA playoffs. And you will get $150 in free bets if they do. Let's go. Let's turn a small bet into a big payday over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Jesse. You haven't had a chance to really scream and shout and yell about it, but the Arizona Diamondbacks completed <laughs> their first sweep of the season. They're on what one might call a roll. One might call them the hottest team in Major League Baseball. And I, I, I base that purely on my own opinion and expectations. I think that we 
as 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 much as we've talked about this team and what they're capable of, this climbing of Mount 500 at this point of the season is is a bit unexpected. I, yeah, we might have to tap the brakes a little bit on the on the hottest team in baseball. The Yankees just had a nine game win streak snapped. Um, so you know snapped, they're, they're, but they lost, but they they lost. did lose. They did they lose. lose. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah, right, they've okay. uh, they still won nine out of ten. Um, Diamondbacks seven and three in their last ten is is also impressive. And people are going crazy right now, Derek, at the NL West in general because. The Diamondbacks are now a 500 team and the Diamondbacks are in last place in their division with a 500 record. There is no division that really even comes close to what the NL West is doing. The the best last place team in all of the other divisions is the Oakland Athletics. They're the best last place team and they're 10 and 15 and the Diamondbacks are perfectly 500 at this point. So that's not necessarily a surprise. We all knew that the NL West was was going to be tough this year, and it has certainly lived up to that so far. I think the thing here is, once again, I, I hate to harp on Tori Lovello, a.k.a. T-Love's mantras, but it's the one and O thing, right? At this point, yeah. they can't be worried about the NL West until they play the NL West, which is exactly what they're doing today. They start a three-game set against the Colorado Rockies, and it's their first opportunity to play against uh, our brothers in the all city division, which is what we're calling this now, all city division, the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, both teams from Chicago. That's what we're rocking with. We're going to have some, we're going to keep track of this this season. And this is our first matchup of the season with any of the teams from our sure. sister all city cities. And uh, it's going to be a little exciting. I'm excited to see it because I feel like the Diamondbacks and the Rock Rockies, not to take too much away from the Rockies, they've been very good. They've only lost two series. This entire year, once they got swept, once they didn't, uh, but they are kind of on, you know, uh, an upward trajectory still. They, they still have been very good. I, I think that they're overachieving a bit themselves, and it's going to sure. be interesting to see these two NL West rivals collide. They're probably overachieving a, a fair amount. Um, at this point in the season, I think records can be a little bit deceiving. I think that looking at a team's run differential is maybe even more predictive of, of the future than even their current record is. It's pretty easy to fluke your way into you know a few one-run wins or something and have a good sure. record early in the season. And the Rockies right now, their run differential is minus nine. So they've actually allowed nine more runs than they've scored this season. And they've also allowed uh, more runs than any team in the National League other than uh, the Washington Nationals um, and the Cincinnati Reds. But we all know that the Cincinnati Reds don't really count. Um, but wow. the Washington the Washington Nationals have allowed more runs than the Rockies. But no, no other team other than those two have in the National League. And uh, obviously playing in Coors Field, you're, you're going to be at a disadvantage when it comes to run prevention. But all that to say, the Rockies pitching staff has not been particularly good, even by Coors Field standards. And their offense has been very good. Um, but I think, you know, I, I'm not sure everyone feels confident in CJ Crone and Randall Grishik and some of their main pieces so far to maintain the performance that they've had so far. So, um, yeah, the Rockies are, are probably due to, to take a step back. I'm not sure they're quite as good as their 15 and 10 record would say. You could even use the, the same argument with the Diamondbacks to be fair. The Diamondbacks are minus 16 right now. Um, so, you know, 13 and 13 is a pretty good outcome for them, given that they've been outscored by 16 runs. Uh, but minus 16 also isn't pretty bad. I mean, based on what people were expecting for this team this year, that's still a pretty decent spot to be in at this point. 
I think what you said there is kind of crucial when it comes to the Diamondbacks. They've been able to win those one run games. And I think for the Diamondbacks, that's been the difference so far. Yeah. This right. Season. Uh, and not just the one run games. I think it's this weird kind of laying back and let letting letting the comeback happen to them at times, which is what happened last season. It felt like when the opposing team started to get on a roll, the Diamondbacks just let it happen as sure. if they had no control of it over it. Right. The difference now is not only have they been able to answer it and fight off that comeback like we saw in two out of the three games against the Marlins, but they're also able to come back and retake the lead after losing it, which I felt was was far more important than just keeping a lead. The the ability to bounce yeah. back in a game, fight back. We saw it in the in the game against the Cardinals that they lost. They kind of got punched in the mouth. They gave up a bunch of runs. They 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 came back a little bit. It just wasn't enough and the bullpen, you know, gave up too much. But now we have some key pieces returning to the lineup for the Arizona Diamondbacks that should help out both defensively on the mound and at the plate. We have Josh Rojas being reinstated as well as yeah. Melanson, their closer being reinstated. Uh, we had Sergio Alcantara be optioned for uh, has been, has been designated for assignment and we designated had Corbin for Martin yeah. option back to Reno. It, yeah. Sergio Alcantara. I know that one is, has kind of been a surprise to some people. Um, yeah. Sergio Alcantara doesn't have any options remaining as, as you Correct. pointed out before we started recording. And, and that's really the big issue there. Uh, you know, if you're wondering why are the diamondbacks, uh, moving on from Alcantara potentially, uh, designate for assignment doesn't necessarily mean that he's out of the organization. We'll have to see what happens there. Um, but if, yeah, if you're wondering why the diamondbacks designated him and, and not someone like Drew Ellis, who also struggled at the big league level. It's that Drew Ellis has minor league options. So you can, you know, you can keep him on the, on the roster, you know, you can keep him in the organization while having him in the minors. Whereas Alcantara at this point either had to be in the majors or not on the team at all. Um, and with Josh Rojas back, um, you know, I think the, the decision there for them was probably pretty clear. Alcantara has been uh, helpful. He's been a you know a big piece in just getting through these first few weeks. I think he's been a little bit less sharp defensively than maybe people had hoped, but he's also played a lot of third base, which is not something that he's necessarily done a whole lot lately the last few years. Uh, so the Diamondbacks put him in a bit of a tough spot there. Uh, but yeah, um, Mark Melanson getting him back. I think we all saw earlier in the week uh, how much this team needs Mark Melanson. They really need every bit of depth that they have at the back end of the bullpen. And at times over this last week, even in the Marlin series where they wound up with a sweep at times, the bullpen was a little bit rough and you could really feel the absence of a guy like Mark Melanson. So getting him back is, is going to be huge for sure. And of course, if you haven't signed up already, got to do that over at gophnx.com to become a member of our PHNX family. Jesse put out an outstanding piece today on uh, Mark, uh, Merrill Kelly's injury uh, that is, or not injury, but I guess I should say a thoracic recovery surgery sort of. and his recovery from that, that, that right. surgery and how much, uh, you know, how, how hard he worked to get back to where he's at. Uh, you, you absolutely did an outstanding piece on that, by the way, I wanted to commend you on that. And basically Thank I need you, everybody Darren. to go read it. Got to check that out at gophnx.com. If you're not a member already, sign up to become a member. Uh, you can sign up to become a month to month member and you can get your first month 
for just 50 cents. Or if you're interested in an annual membership, you'll get yourself a free t-shirt over at phnxlocker.com. That annual membership will run you 60 bucks uh, and you'll get your choice of whatever you want over at the phnxlocker.com t-shirt, hat, whatever, get you $30 credit over there uh, for you to buy whatever piece of our merchandise that you want to rock. We have a brand new PHNX Rattler shirt, as well as a brand new uh, WNBA Mercury shirt for Diana Tarazi that you guys absolutely need to check out. It's a fantastic design. Uh, we're putting out some fire merch over at PHNX Locker. We'll have a new shirt dropping very shortly. And when I say very shortly, I mean very shortly. So that's mm. a teaser. That's a that's a Wait, like like a we bit. we is in PHNX or we is in PHNX oh, no. Diamondbacks. I mean we is in PHNX Diamondbacks, my friend. Ooh, that's right. Okay. That Rattler okay. shirt is the only new design coming to the PHNX uh, Locker.com from your friends here at the Diamondbacks. So make sure to keep your eyes peeled for that, and we will have some more information obviously once that drops. But sign up to become a member. You get members only access to our uh, Discord as well as members only discounts at the phnxlocker.com sign up for all of that become our part of our family we, we want you here we love you here uh and of course uh, if you don't much like i i warned uh, dan bellino michaela perkins will come for you so nobody wants Correct. that you don't want that you don't want that heat you don't want her coming after you in a go-kart because it's terrifying so uh <laughs> i warn you guys now uh jesse of course the arizona diamondbacks are kind of in a, an awkward position here where uh, they're overachieving a bit. We don't know what to expect out of them. Rockies are overachieving a bit. It's going to be interesting to see what they get out of this series. Uh, they also have some very you know, winnable series coming up. It's not to take anything away from the Rockies, but this one seems to be uh, lined up well as far as the pitching matchups that they have. And then carrying over into the next you know, series against the Marlins, followed by Chicago Cubs, these are teams that haven't been playing extremely well. The Marlins, the Diamondbacks were just able to handle probably one of the better be, or hotter teams, I, I would say, in there. But Diamondbacks cooled them off. Uh, what what do you expect to see out of this homestand that they have coming up? The pitching matchups, I mean, just looking at, at the matchups for this series against the Rockies, and I know by the time we get this out, uh, people will probably have already seen the Friday game. But Chad Cool against Merrill Kelly, I mean, you feel pretty pretty good about that as a Diamondbacks fan, I would think. Uh, Merrill Kelly is a 1-2-7 ERA, um, so you know, that certainly speaks for itself. Uh, Zach Davies and Kyle Freeland in Game 2, pretty pretty even both ways there. Zach Davies has a slightly lower ERA, um, but you probably feel like both pitchers have a decent shot in that one, and then Sunday it's Zach Allen and Herman Marquez. Uh, Marquez has not been great so far this season. We know He's probably a little better than his numbers show so far, but you could make an argument the Diamondbacks have the better starting pitcher in every game in this series, and and that feels weird, uh, probably, because Diamondbacks fans aren't really used to having the better pitcher when they go out there every day, and with how good the rotation has been this year, that might be something we start to get used to, where the Diamondbacks starter is just, you know, has performed better than than the starter the, the other team has, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a, a really interesting series. The Diamondbacks, in some ways, have an opportunity here to do the same thing they just did to the Marlins. Take a team that's playing really good baseball, a team that's probably playing a little bit better baseball than they should be from a record right. standpoint, right. and kind of bring things back to maybe a little closer to where they should stand. And I know exactly uh, what yeah. you're talking about. The Diamondbacks have faced off against some good teams, right? And let's be honest. Let's be honest. Again, giving credit where credit is due. The Diamondbacks have hung in there. The losses, you you could say I'm biased, and you're absolutely right. I am 
I'll be the fucking first person <laughs> to tell you I am biased towards this team. It's my job sure. kind of to be biased towards this team. I am not an unbiased equal party. Everybody. No, I, I'm mad at the Rockies because of their purple jerseys. I want those back. I'm wearing the purple D backs hat right now as we speak, even though you can't see it. And I want the diamondbacks to maintain this role. I think it's very likely that they can. Uh, I think that the one thing the diamondbacks have going for them that the Rockies don't is like you said, the Rockies seem to be overachieving, right? So their good start, everything that they have going on is, is a bit of a product of, of them overachieving. Whereas when you look at the diamondbacks, the only, the only thing that you could say they're overachieving at is starting pitching right now. I don't feel like you can say that the team is overachieving in any other way. So that's what you have is kind of this, you know, offense that still has to wake up and if it can which obviously it's going to i don't think Cattell Marte is going to hit 174 the whole season i don't think we're going to see christian walker continue to hit 161 right christian sure. walker's already shown an impressive uh improvement to yeah. his power and everything like that but in Cattell, you know, Cattell you looks a lot better in right that. now that are playing well and and then you have some guys that could still step up uh as jesse has pointed out to me on at least 1200 occasions you can't trust things like era and you can't trust things like batting average and right now none of these things really uh really kind of are an accurate description of what this team is still capable of it just makes them look like bad and mediocre and and again i will say this because i feel like there's there there's always a difference to human beings right the diamondbacks and again, I can't believe I have to continue to say this, but I need people to understand the coaching staff is still fairly new. Joe Mather yeah. has not had a lot of time with this team, but I feel like you're seeing his philosophies. I feel like you're seeing the improvement, the reflection of his work, working with these guys is, is starting to come across on the field during games. They're starting to perform better. They're starting to have way better at bats. I think it started a month ago, but you know, they're, they, they were, we, we talked the whole patience passivity thing where they were you know finding more patience but just leaving that bat on their shoulder a little too often now we're seeing a change in that across the board a bit more aggress aggression a little not as many walks but in a good way and we're what we're seeing is the team win games most importantly we're seeing the team able to put up enough runs where this starting pitching that's been so good is is getting rewarded with it with run support but i think the diamondbacks still have a lot you know, a, a lot of pieces that still need to wake up. And when they do, yeah, they do this team. I mean, I'm not even talking about guys hitting 300 or anything crazy. I'm talking about guys returning to form where they're hitting 250 and above. Right. Yeah. I'm just right. talking about guys, you know, Cattell Marte, who has been smoking the ball, actually hitting it to parts of the park where there aren't people rather than hitting it 17 degrees into the ground and right at a second baseman. These are yeah. the things that, when they when you see that shift change, you could see even more success. Now, I, I I don't want to get ahead of myself because I think any of us right now would be happy to take this team at 500 and walk away from the table right now with our chips and say, no, I'm good. We got to 500. I'll take this as like a year end record and we'll just we'll be good with it. But that's the fun part about a team that you don't know what they're capable of yet. We really don't know what this team is capable of yet because you don't know yeah. what Dalton Varsho can do with Joe Mather as his hitting coach. You don't know. We, we've heard the story of Zach Gallen having Brent Strom walk into the cafe with this three-ring binder full of 
you know, information on him, but Brent Strom did that with everybody, right? Brent Strom mm-hmm. had that information on everybody. And Brent Strom is already, I feel like probably the, the, the one that's impacted the pitching staff, the quickest, you know, I feel like his influence and his coaching on the pitching staff is already coming across because the diamondbacks did have really good pitchers. You know, Merrill Kelly proved himself to be good. We know what Zach Gallon is capable of, and we know, you know, Madison Bumgarner is capable of, right? We know Madison Bumgarner could return to form, but with this kind of coaching, somebody who he respects, somebody who he can get behind, uh, you know, that's, uh, it's a completely different thing than Hurgis and no offense to Hurgis, but I personally would have a hard time respecting someone that at one time was implicated in, you know, performance enhancing drug scandals and stuff. Right. So like, I just feel like having somebody as a mentor that you can respect rather than someone of questionable integrity, then, you know, you're there, there's a difference there when it comes to, you know, having that pitching coach and, and what advice guys might be willing to take away from their interactions with him. Plus, I don't know. Strom seems on like a next level, uh, yeah, as far as being able yeah. to break people down and show you yeah. what your weaknesses are and what your strengths are and what can really help you be better at, at your job as a pitcher. I yeah, I I don't know if I would go too down the road of of Matt Hurd just being a guy that guys couldn't respect or you know questionable integrity. Not, you know? Uh, that's yeah, you're right, I, and I'll take that back because that's more of my opinion. But I just say that from the perspective of sure. there's a huge difference between these two individuals. Brent is what, Brent is Strom is absolutely right. yeah. Brent, I mean Brent Strom's reputation speaks for itself, and there's no question that players have the utmost respect when when working with a guy like that. Uh, the other thing I I am just noticing is the Colorado Rockies schedule has not only been easier than the Diamondbacks. We know the Diamondbacks have been very difficult. It's actually been quite easy in general. The Rockies opened up against the Dodgers, so three games against LA. That's tough. But then it was two against the Rangers, four against the Cubs, three against the Phillies, four against the Tigers, another four against the Phillies, and then three against the Reds, three against the Nationals. Those are almost universally like last place or fourth place teams right now. And so coming away from that 15 and 10, having been outscored by nine runs is, is not that impressive. And certainly, I mean, they're, they've taken care of business in a lot of, sure. in a lot of ways. So I don't want anything away totally from what they've done, but compared to the diamondback schedule it's, I mean, it's the diamondback schedule has been all first and second place teams almost. Um, and so there's, yeah. There's a pretty big disparity there that I think you have to take into account. I, I, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And I hope that the Diamondbacks honestly can start getting things back on track at home. It seems like going back a number of years now, they've just been very good on the road, which I guess if you're going to be, you know, a bottom tier team as far as let's just say it playoffs, right? You, you, sure. it's, a, it's a good trait to be good on the road if you're not going to play a lot of home games or whatever, or, or that's an advantage supposedly for, you know, a, a home team. Um, but I, I would really like to see the Diamondbacks get things on on track at Chase Field, especially during this homestand. It feels like now is a really good time. You know, like you said, the Rockies are it's a winnable series. The Marlins, we've, we saw what they did against the Marlins, you know, and then you have the Cubs that have not been particularly good either. So it's it it is a nice set of games. We said this prior to getting to the set against St. Louis and the Marlins, and then when we got there, 
we kind of ate our words a bit because those teams were doing much <laughs> better at the time than we had anticipated yeah. when we arrived at those series, right? Uh, but I still have to applaud the Diamondbacks for what they've been able to do so far. It's a limited, they've, they've had limited options. They've had a lot of obstacles up against them. What happened in the final game of uh, against the Marlins was, it was like I had taken too many OG's gummies already, Jesse, and it was only <laughs> 9.45 in the morning, so I know that wasn't the case, but... It was did, just, Dan Bellino, did Dan Bellino take some a few too many? You know what? That fucking makes a out. lot of sense. <laughs> like if Dan Bellino came out of the game and said, there's a really good chance someone slipped me 200 milligrams of gummies, <laughs> then we would probably completely understand his action. Yeah, makes sense. Because holy shit, it was weird. And it throw like that kind of one off thing can impact a team for a week. I mean, luckily they had an off yeah. day. Luckily, you know, for the most part, Madison Bumgarner seems to have a relatively like jovial attitude about it, which was shocking and surprising. I mean, he did say several times, like, go look at the tape. You'll see for yourself. Like he has, it's like, he doesn't need to say anymore. The, the actions, the, the video, the, the incident itself spoke for itself. So he's like, everybody, no, there's nobody on, on, I mean, we had one comment on our YouTube page from an insane person saying like that Madison Bumgarner threw a tantrum or something, but that's literally the only comment I've seen online or anywhere else where someone was saying that Madison Bumgarner was somehow in the wrong. I saw sure. several articles from high profile websites that basically echoed our sentiment that Dan Bellino should be suspended or yeah. worse for well, what, did you what see did you see Dan Bellino has actually apologized for the incident? Um, no, I didn't. This see is that. yeah, this is this is a quote from an ESPN article. He said, I would like to address my actions on May 4th involving Madison Bumgarner. When I began my MLB career almost 15 years ago, I received some good advice. I was told to umpire every game as if my children were sitting in the front row. I fell short of those expectations this week. While I can't go back and change what happened, I take full accountability. I will learn from this incident and I sincerely apologize. What does that mean though? What does that mean? Like, I'm not going to stroke another man's hand in front of my yeah. children. Like, actions, yeah, it's because like, it, it wasn't like PG rated actions were the kind of actions you would apologize for saying in front of children, right? Like, you would say, like, "Hey, I'm sorry that I blew up and used the f word 15 times in two minutes sure, in front of sure. an entire, you know, yeah, class you're right, or something, right?" But Dan Bellino's actions just border on like the ludicrous the the yeah it wasn't like oh i don't want my kids to see this it was just like this is weird like what's what's up with this guy yeah saying there if i can interpret that and we we can make all the jokes we want right but i think dan bellino is saying like in that moment he instigated a fight with another person and he knows it and he apologizes for it but he knows that he's culpable and has responsibility in that moment for instigating that that incident i think that Madison Bumgarner is a guy that's been a lot around for a long time. And I think when he's on the mound, he says some shit. He says some shit that some guys just don't hear all the time anymore because few guys have been in the league as long as Madison Bumgarner. Madison Bumgarner plays out there on the mound. I've seen him in backlot games. I've seen him in simulated games at Salt River Fields. I've seen him in spring training and he plays the same. He's the same person all the time. It doesn't matter. I saw him argue with Carson Kelly during a backlot fucking, you know, batting practice session about whether a ball, whether it was a ball or a strike. 
And then he took it upon himself to start calling balls and strikes after that. Like Madison Bumgarner is going to compete and he's going to air like his thoughts on everything all the time. And I know that he's very vocal when he's on the mound. And I feel like this entire incident was retaliation for the fact that he was barking quite a bit in that first inning about the strike zone and about other stuff. And he doesn't just direct it towards the home plate umpire, who is the real person that should have taken exception to his actions. He does kind of throw it around at all of them. You know, he kind of has a little like, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you, you know, that kind of thing around the diamond. And I mean, some people, the human nature, as much as you would like it not to come into play, comes into play, right? You can't help. Yeah. But be mad at someone for their like screaming at you a few minutes earlier, as much as you want to let it just roll off your back. I'm not excusing his behavior because this behavior was far past just arguing with a player or being aggressive or whatever, right? This isn't like Scott Foster having a lifelong uh, blood feud with CP three and doing everything he can in his power to make sure that Chris Paul loses every playoff game. He's the official of, right? This is different. It was weird. And him apologizing that way is kind of weird too, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. I think if he would have come out and just said he took OG's gummies, this would have been much more palatable. <laughs> we'll all be on board. I think most of us would go, you know what? I get that. I get that. But if you want to feel that feeling of feeling another man's hands for an uncomfortable amount of time, stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch made THC gummies from our friends at OGs. Uh, this week, they released their mini OGs three milligram microdose option for those not wanting to dive right into their regular 10 milligram dose. And you can find those in all the same wonderful, delicious variety of flavors that they have in their 10 milligram option. Those now the microdose options are available exclusively at Zen Leaf locations through May 11th. If you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find OG's near you. Jesse, this is the most important piece of Diamondbacks information that has come out. We finally saw the appearance of the Sedona Red jerseys, which had been missing all season long. And tonight... Yeah against Colorado Rockies, they are bringing back the Serpientes jerseys. But not just the Serpientes jerseys, Jesse. They are bringing out cream-colored pants with the Serpientes jersey, matching top, matching bottom, no longer the weird white pants. Let's go, <laughs> baby! There's a lot of there's a lot of uproar on social media about this today and and I agree with everyone. The cream-colored pants I think will will do justice to the Serpientis uniform cuz the white it just just didn't didn't look it right. I think everyone's well. on the same it on the same page and, there, yeah. And and they have black pants. That's the thing is like black pants is such a universal like kind of goes with a lot of things, but when all of the trim on the cream-colored jersey is black, why wouldn't you just go with black pants? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. But yeah, the cream colored pants are going to look great. It's still weird that we haven't seen uh, a lot of jersey combinations this year. I haven't gotten any like, yeah, it's weird. The Diamondbacks don't think it's weird at all. Like, at least when it came to the bobblehead situation, I, I got it. I got answers right away. Like, even when I didn't get an explanation that it was due to supply chain issues, I was like, there, when, when are the bobbleheads going to come back on schedule? And the first answer was like, there ain't going to be no bobbleheads this year. You know, and I was like, oh, what gasps in Spanish, you know, like <laughs> what do you mean there's not going to be any bobbleheads this year. But uh, yeah, once the, 
Once we saw the Diamondbacks wear nothing but white and gray for a solid month, people started having some questions about what was going on with their jersey combos. Yeah. Yeah, there we've gotten a lot of questions about that. And I yeah, I, at this point, I personally don't know anything about that. Um, but it seems like we're starting to see a little bit more of it. So we'll see if we can get our, our hands on some more information about that, because it is a little bit strange that they haven't really done much to this point. But yeah, I mean, Serpientes, I think was, it was always going to be the most popular, like special uniform that the Diamondbacks were going to wear. So um, yeah, we'll see how many people come out to, to Chase Field tonight to see uh, to see that in action on the field. It's different, Jesse, because I think when it was new, people still had their reservations about it, right? But now it's in its second year, and I think people really, really like it. I think people like the logo, the little coiled up snake logo. I think people like, uh, they've just accepted a lot of things about it. And I've seen nothing but positivity about it, to be honest. So I I, I dig that. I like the fact that we have, you know, the the Diamondbacks now in a position where people really like the alternate jersey. And I think I should formally request that somebody at the D-backs listening to this podcast right now uh, send us uh, uh, the mayor and vice mayor jerseys and the Serpientes. I think that's what <laughs> I think that's what Jesse and I need. I, I that's don't know. part of I mean, being members of the media, right? They they give right. us they yeah, give it's us a perk. It's, it, I mean, I don't even know if it's a perk. I think it's just it's it's a highlight. You know, it's definitely one of the things that. Uh, I mean, if we were John Boy, we would get it right. So come on, we're we're, yeah, we're not John Boy, true. but we're almost John Boy. We're like we're pretty close. We're oh, John yeah. Boy light. Yeah, it's fine. I'm okay with that. But uh, before we go, of course, I did want to give you guys my DraftKings pick of the week. So we got some good games to choose from tomorrow. Some pretty competitive games, actually. Uh, Corbin Burns is on the mound for the Milwaukee Brewers against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, They are a one and a half run favorite. And I am taking the Milwaukee Brewers over the Braves in that one. It's actually at plus 150. So there's not a lot of confidence in the Brewers winning that game and covering that spread. But I have confidence in it, even though going up against the Atlanta Braves and Max Fried. So uh, good luck with that. I am also taking the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yes, yes. I know I promised I wouldn't do this, but I'm taking the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, plus one and a half runs to the Colorado Rockies. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the Diamondbacks to win. So okay. uh, I'm, I'm going to pair that with a San Diego Padres win over the Miami Marlins for my three-game parlay. Of course, you can do that yourself. You can bet individually on those games, or you can combine any of those games in the same game parlays where you add individual legs from those games or from those you know games to, to your same game parlay. Do all of that over at the DraftKings Sportsbook, where, of course, you can get down as a new customer also on the NBA action. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do existing customers, you get down the same game parlays I was talking about, but do that in basketball. And if you do all customers that place the same game parlay with three or more legs and get it, you'll get a free bet back up to $25. If one leg doesn't hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use promo code PHNX bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets. If they do that's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 100 next step. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Jesse, that's all I got. I want to go watch a baseball game. I think we should do that. I think we should watch the Arizona Diamondbacks, see what they can do. I don't know why. I don't know what. It's like everything is a test 
We keep waiting for the starting pitching to kind of come back down to earth. We keep waiting for maybe the offense to wake up a little bit more. Everything is kind of an interesting litmus test at times with this team. Meanwhile, an actual season is taking place and they are at 500. So if you're a Diamondbacks fan and you're looking for something to get excited about, Get excited about this team overachieving. Come out to the ballpark this weekend. Bring mom. They're going to have an amazing uh, Mother's Day giveaway. You're not just getting one item. You're getting two items. So come out, get the hat, get the little see-through purse that she can come back to all the she can go back to all the games now, have the right bag that she doesn't have to take back out to the car and get a new, you know, that whole thing. That sucks. Uh, right, but right. Do that this Mother's Day weekend because, of course, we don't have bobbleheads, but we do have gifts for mom. Do we have to? So we have we have our post series live show on on Sunday, right? Which we is Mother's do. Day. So yeah. does this mean that that we all have to have our mother's uh, special guest on on the show? Is that is that? Well, how I definitely want to have your mother on as a special guest if she's okay. I'll, I'll see if she's. I, available. I don't know about my mom. My mom has crazy takes on everything, so I don't know if we can censor her enough. In order, Michaela's to- mom is Michaela's mom is probably nice. Oh, I, Michaela's I can- mom's the best. Yeah, Jennifer. She needs. To, yeah, forget that. We're just gonna have her. Well, we won't ask okay. Michaela to come on we'll just go straight to jennifer <laughs> of course we thank i'm you on guys. board let's do it <laughs> we thank you guys we thank your moms thank to all your moms you know give love to mom this weekend it's it's who it's all about none of us would be here without our moms so make sure to give a shout out to your mom shout out to all the moms out there uh and all the all of my friends that are new moms i have a lot of friends that are new moms so hope you guys are all enjoying your first mother's day or second mother's day uh you deserve the day off. So make sure you don't let anybody drag you to other people's houses or do any of that stuff. It's about you. If you want to go to the restaurant, you can go to the restaurant. But if you don't want to go to the restaurant, you don't have to go to the restaurant. And you don't have to cook either. And tell them Derek said you, that it's the mayor of PHNX. Just say the mayor of Phoenix, and then it'll sound more official. Because if they don't listen to this podcast, uh, they, they won't know who I am anyway. So it doesn't matter. But of course... We hope you guys all have a wonderful weekend. We thank you guys for checking out the show. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. And of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. That's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there and leave us a five-star review. Also, head over to YouTube and subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube page if you haven't done so already and sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of the content coming out from the PHNX team. We are doing some wonderful things. Most importantly, go sign up at gophnx.com. Make sure you're a member. Sign up just to read Jesse's article. Once you do, you're going to be like, damn it, that was the best $60 I ever spent. You'll stick around <laughs> and you know everything else will be not as good from that point. But still, you'll have that article you can read as much as often, as much as you want to. So you go back to it. Jesse, I don't mean to undercut your future articles. I'm just saying you might have peaked. I've already, I've already peaked, everyone. It's you're all downhill peaked. from here. Peaked. Uh, it's, not, it's all downhill from here, but uh, we want to give a very special shout out to a mom we miss very much. Marlene, we miss you. Yes. Uh, happy Mother's Day to Marlene and shout out to Chris and our friends, uh, the Meltons. Uh, we thank you guys again so much for checking out the show. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you watch baseball with your mom. <laughs>